All these other countries are being warned by NATO officials to start building deep underground military bunkers and to get their people ready for a long-duration conflict. All these countries except America. NATO countries are expected now to begin building borders along their entire uh, running border with Russia as Putin warned Europe that an advancement towards warfare was coming. Now, I haven't seen Vladimir Putin expressly say this, but what I have seen is them reiterate through the foreign uh, minister and different operating bodies inside the Russian government that if NATO continues on the path that it is on, Russia will see their movement as an aggression and will be forced to take action. Looks like NATO may just be saying, you know what, we're going to keep going along our path. We're going to keep doing what we're doing and building up massive amounts of military equipment on your border, moving the nukes into the European region from NATO and basically waiting to dissolve Russia from a long duration conflict. The project is expected to cost tens of, maybe even hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe per country. It's said to ensure their readiness to fight the Russian enemies from the first meter of war to the last hour of war. NATO countries are building their bunkers along three different national borders. It's expected to deepen into Europe. Europe has been warning uh, now to ramp up weapons and weapons production capabilities into wartime levels. They say that a preparation for an impending battle with Vladimir Putin is being uh, readied. As a result of the war growing, the defense ministers of different countries like Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania are agreeing now to take similar actions. The Baltic nations will begin constructing an extensive network of bunker fortifications along the border. The construction will begin. They're going to make basically hundreds and hundreds of different borders. These will be used by military personnel. They'll be used by citizens. We are seeing some of the contacts we have in meals that are ready to eat and other things that are good for first aid. They say that they are absolutely selling out to countries in the Baltic region. They're buying up everything they have from the MREs to the bleed stop packs to the uh, trach kits. They're buying up the uh, different airway kits that they have. They're buying up the, uh, the different ways to stop bleeding, the tourniquets. They're just purchasing hand over fist everything that they have because if you don't have it once that war starts, once it's finally declared by Russia to be a war against NATO, or finally declared by NATO to be a war against Russia, if you don't have it in your hands, you're not going to get it. So we need to take a little bit of these warnings from Russian foreign ministers, from the NATO leaders. They're saying to build bunkers. They're saying to get the citizens ready. They're saying to build up your ammo stocks and your gun capabilities. You and I as individuals need to take a little bit of this to heart and say, okay, I know it might not happen. It's especially not going to touch the U.S. borders, but it's smart. It's prudent that if you have it in hand when the war starts, you'll be able to use it. And if you don't have it in hand when it's finally recognized as being a decades-long conflict like the NATO leader said it was yesterday, then you're not going to get it. The war in Ukraine, they say, has shown the taking back of already conquered territories is extremely difficult. It will cost a massive amount of human life. It will cost time and material resources. Countries like Estonia and Lithuania are now considered the most likely targets, including Poland and Germany, for NATO to move on to. Moving across the world, Israel has transferred the largest army division from the Gaza Strip to the border with Lebanon. They say the Israeli army and Hezbollah are exchanging fire now on a daily basis, and they're just waiting 
for this to erupt into a large Middle Eastern war. The Israeli Army Radio said that during recent discussions with the General Staff, the commander of the Southern Command, he has said that the 36th Division, which is the Army's largest, must be prepared to move and should be on the move now. There was no information available at the time of this video, at least on the transfer of the division, but the Army has withdrawn from Gaza multiple brigades, including the 4th and the 5th, uh, 55th Reserve Brigades, the 7107th Combat Engineering Battalion, and another battalion. They're moving these over to a new war front. Inside the USA, or at least the, uh, the region that we consider the USA, a man has died from Alaska pox. This is like a new smallpox. They're saying it shouldn't be able to transfer person to person, but this man shouldn't have been able to get it in the first place. He's one of the first ever victims of a new illness called Alaska pox. They say he lived in the woods, which remember, they're going to start gearing these news reports to scare you to not live in the woods, not be an individual who has less uh, reliability on the government or the supply chain. They're saying this only happened because this guy lived in the woods. They continued that he was by himself. It's unclear how he contracted the virus. It was first discovered in the year 2015. It just claimed its first victim. The unidentified person is said to have had other diseases. He lived in the woods in the Kenai Peninsula by himself. The same genus as smallpox and monkeypox. In September, he noticed a red bump on his right armpit. He was given antibiotics. According to the Alaska Department of Health, he was experiencing fa uh, fatigue and pain that continued into November when he was hospitalized. He transferred to a bigger hospital in Anchorage. He had neuropathic-type burning pain. Additional testing from the CDC revealed that it was, in fact, Alaska pox. He's only the seventh person to have ever ha been confirmed to have gotten it. They say maybe it was a cat. So don't have cats, don't live alone, and you're going to be safe, according to these people. Nine months until the next U.S. presidential election, and already, right now, the U.S. Republican candidate, the most likely to be pushed forward, and the former president, Donald Trump, he's raising the blood pressure of NATO uh, leaders and capitals. It's going sky high. Suggestions at the rally in South Carolina, I know that you guys have heard this, where he said that there would be an encouragement for aggressors like Russia, to move into whatever countries they want. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think this is what Trump meant. I'm no apologist here. I just know that in the heat of a campaign moment, it's probably not what he was saying, but we have seen different leaders, especially on certain sides of government, say we need to get out of NATO. I'm not saying they're right or wrong. Should we be giving your money or my money to NATO and their defense budget while they tell you not to be defending yourself at home? Absolutely not. Unless we can start calling uh, Zelensky and Netanyahu and uh, Stoltenberg our dependents when we file taxes, and then we can finally start giving, getting some money back. Instead, they're just funneling money and transferring it through a new type of corruption to these organizations. Now, the Secretary General Stoltenberg of NATO, he responded forcefully. He said, any suggestion that allies will not defend each other completely undermines all of our security. It includes the United States. It puts Americans and Europeans at risk. It puts our soldiers at risk. Military, military chiefs were said to be absolutely taken aback by this. If a U.S. president ever went through with this threat, <clears throat> abandoning Europe to fend for itself, it would undermine the alliance to a point where no allies would back themselves or each other. 
The shock waves that it sent, coupled with the recent conflict increases, have had an effect to prompt some countries, including Germany, to promise to raise their defense spending accordingly. Now, guys, you need to defend yourself. You need to get ready because when it comes time to uh, getting prepared and those first shots are fired, civil war in your area, social unrest, political conflicts, whatever it might be, when that finally comes home for your town, you better have everything that you need. Now, I'm glad to see, speaking of having everything that you need, that current firearms laws are working exactly like they're supposed to. A gunman was taken into custody after a shooting spree. He's 20 years old. He was out on bail for attempted murder. Not supposed to be able to own, illegal to have one, illegal to hold one. And yet he had it and he used it. Criminals will always be criminals. And the laws that push the good people to not be able to defend themselves are absolutely arbitrary. The Department of uh, the Royal Navy has said a departure of an aircraft carrier, the Prince of Wales, for a NATO exercise has been halted. This is after the cancellation of a voyage of a sister ship. Basically, the armies of our worlds are getting ready for something big. Israel's prepared to make some moves. The Red Sea is about to see action again. China's moving forward with some things on Taiwan. Russia is getting ready to move into bigger actions across Europe. It's about to blow up just in time for spring. You better get your things planted that you need. You better start thinking about how you're going to feed your family, get your rice, your flour, your sugar, your oats. Do those things now. Watchers are saying that one of the most overlooked megatrends with serious geopolitical complications is that the U.S. has not only become the top oil producer, but also one of the greatest combined oil and gas exporters. That means the U.S. is a direct energy rival of Mother Russia, according to Russians. They say it's time for the U.S. to be taken down. We're starting to see a little bit of this bigger picture become visible as the BRICS countries start trading amongst themselves, no longer using the United States dollar, and we just see nation after nation saying it's time to make change and fend for themselves. The U.N. Secretary General Gutierrez warned Wednesday that the world is entering into a new age of chaos. They say a deeply divided Security Council will not be able to address these critical issues. The war in the Middle East has entered its fifth, uh, fifth month. The Israeli army is pressing forward. We're seeing an exponential increase in humanitarian nightmares. The entire world is in chaos. He says the hostage problems, the violent increases, it's all going downhill. Whether they meant for this to happen or they are uh, you know, just watching the house burn because they know they've got insurance on it, I don't know. What I know is we're basically at that point in history, three cycles. Revolution followed by freedom, relative freedom followed by tyranny, followed by revolution. Now all, these, all different effects end up in these different cycles. You have good capitalism, you have uh, you know, uh, spouting burts, uh, spurts of communism, you have dictatorships that rise and fall, you have empires that rise and fall. Right now we are seeing a movement toward revolution. It's a scary time, get ready. It's the best thing that you can do. Don't worry about what they say about being a prepper or being prepared or survivalist or whatever. They're telling their countries to do it. They're telling their servicemen to do it, their militaries. They're telling their citizens to do it. It's just you are being told not to do it. And yet every state in the United States of America and every, every government body has a readiness 
pact and a readiness agreement, and they all post on their websites what you need to do. They say you need to have food, you need to have water, you need to have a communications plan, you need to have an email backup plan, you need to get your kids ready. Who's going to pick up your kids from school in the event of an emergency? They tell you to do these things, and then they point their finger at you and you say, hey, why are you doing these things? It's arbitrary, corruption, whatever you want to call it. They're watching the dumpster fire. They're laughing while we cry. Get ready, folks, because things are changing quick. From my family to yours, please stay safe and keep watch.